Testing, testing, one, two, three. Hello, everybody. Seasons, greetings, and Merry Christmas. It's that time of year where this movie podcast turns Christmassy and becomes the I understood that reference. Christmas special, Rob. How are you? Are you liking Christmas? Are you liking where we are? Oh yeah, w- woo! I was kind of—I realized I was like expecting jingle music, but I think that happens in the post-production stage. So I'll just say, ho ho ho! Merry Christmas, gang! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm gonna come clean here. While you, when you hit. When you said hit record, I hit the wrong button. So I, I cost myself just a few seconds. I was like freaking out there while you were doing your intro. And then I forgot the baton was going to be passed to me. And I... now, now, now some people, some people might doubt the credibility of our podcast after this is the 60 second episode. And Christ. I mean, look, there is, there's never, there's never a time that I think this, this, especially the start that <laughs> it just goes smoothly still to this day. So look, this oh guy, my this God. Because we've had some wobblies. <laughs> oh, oh, we've had some wobblies. One time we recorded an episode and I used somehow the mic on a shitty pair of inline headphones, even though I, the, the good one was plugged in. And it sounded like I was in a train tunnel for 40 kilometers. Just It was just like... <laughs> Metacritic. <laughs> box office. <laughs> And we released that because we <laughs> we don't Because what else could we do? Well, that's what else could we do? I mean, there's been plenty of times when, in like the background of my, because I'm right beside a window when I record this, where you can just hear like you know dump trucks going like, bird like be like yeah. And anyway, Howard, it's like yeah. That's just look, guys. It's just it's what happens when you're amateur podcast recorders. Oh, it's great. Um, yeah, and I was I was adjacent to I was sharing a wall with the in the previous place we lived with like the sitting room, and the lads are. F- fierce chatty and fierce excitable so when something happens on a tv show or a film they all just go wow <laughs> so <laughs> that was obviously picked up several times so if you li- listen carefully this is a great way of getting um listeners to re-listen get our numbers up so go back there's little easter eggs in there go on back in down memory lane have a now listen see what you if- find might be a little code or two or a little old joke if we're if we're speaking about Easter eggs and code and previous episodes coming together, mm. then this Christmas special, folks, is for you because this is chock full of references to previous episodes, callbacks from things that happened before. Trust me on this. This is <laughs> this is Ross's magnum opus. I feel the way he's teased this to me <laughs> in the form of like a word count, the level of excitement he's timed it. it it's a beast. I think this is this could be your crowning glory. It could. it is it could yeah potentially it it, it is a <laughs> <I could> ruin <laughs> it, well it could go it, it could go very humorous to be honest but I hope it will it, it's basically a, a I described this on Twitter as a choose your it's a choose your own adventure but think Scrooged via Back to the Future and that's that's what we have lined up but Rob you you sp- you said something there about. You know, figures and go back and listen to Bolster figures. And just one thing I do want to highlight because it's pretty cool. And this is only on one kind of platform that I don't even really know if it captures everything. But on uh, SoundCloud, uh, it has our listenership. And we've actually got over this year, we made it well over the 10,000 listens mark. So thanks. 
everybody who listens and all that. That's and that, we crazy. don't even know if that's if that's actually. I don't think Spotify is included in that. No, and who knows what else is or not? So, Nor- yeah, so Apple is neither. Yeah, kind of. I think they, from what we can tell, they capture them separately because there's we we we're, we have access to different. It's just like every different every player has a different <laughs> like stats section. So Pretty much, but, and none of them seem to overlap. So we're like, okay, <laughs> well, that's helpful. But we're delighted with the the ten thousand. That's just a nice milestone to hit. I'm shocked people are and- hanging around that long. And, and not just 10,000, well, well over 10,000 actually. So look, thank you so much to everybody who's interacted with us and engaged and listened to us. We love having you along and stuff like that and hopefully it'll it'll keep going. But Rob, I want to ask you, now that it is hmm. the Christmas season, it's the time for, for giving and receipt. Wait, well, what? Uh, it's so, the time for doing stuff. Steady. <laughs> I don't know. Steady on, Ross. But how are you, man? Are, are you, are you, have you done any cool Christmassy things yet? Are you feeling Christmassy? What what is what is your state of mind? It's been a it's been a rough year, a roller coaster of ups and downs and vaccines and variants. So so where are you, where's your head at, man? Vaccines and variants. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Wasn't it? That was good. Yeah, that has a nice ring to it. A nice Christmassy ring to it. <laughs> Speaking of Christmas rings, I made a wreath yesterday. Um, just, I felt like I needed to say that very. I needed to qualify that very quickly before. I was, I was like, yeah, very quickly into the murk. <laughs> was it? Uh, was it really re- good? It was. It was. Oh my goodness! Sorry, that I was, was Reed Jean. Re- yeah. Oh, it, yes, I had a great time. Well, it was handy because um, I'd never made them before, so the. The, the lady who kind of assembled it, it was like a work-sponsored thing. But the, the lady who put it together very cleverly kind of said, look, I'll bring in 90% of the way with these reeds. They're already reeded into rings. And all you got to do is just stick some dried fruit in there and a ribbon or two. And uh, and suddenly, and it's transformed. And it looks great. But yeah, that was quite Christmassy. Um, I've been dabbling in the mulled wine. I like a bit of mulled Ooh. wine here and there. Not every day or not at lunch, gang. Calm down for feck's sake. It's not every day. Just every now and again. <laughs> is there, hey, wait. Is there is there is there a problem with, with having a small bit of alcohol every day in Christmas? No, no. But if you have a bottle of mulled wine at lunch, I feel like that is probably pushing it a bit. That's <laughs> a bottle of it. Yeah, I, yeah. I assume <laughs> at lunch that that is pushing it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When you're hiccuping on work calls, it's just not, <laughs> just not a good look. What are you? You're in a meeting, putting together a read, and everyone in the calls like, Rob, could you get us? <laughs> Could you get the monthly figures ready yet? And you're like, ah, put put some dried figs on yeah. here. <laughs> I've uh, color coded it. So yeah, now the figs from the apples yeah, go on. You could take <laughs> your figures you want because I yeah, got some exactly. figs all around. Oh, let me <laughs> tell you, it's in the apple of the eye of the beholder, the kids. But yes, mulled wine. I I do like mulled wine because I kind of go all in once December hits. I go all in. So like we've got a nice tree in the house. I did decor the place up with candles and lights and pageantry and all that kind of good stuff. I'm very much against anything like once you know the, the ads start hitting in like October and I'm very salty about that. I'm like it has it's more impactful if we wait and embrace it fully with full fervor and vigor in 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 December and I'm I go all in. I love it. I like doing activities. I, I love a cozy Christmas pint. Christ, I love a cozy oh, Christmas pint. Oh. And more more oh. wine. So tell me, <laughs> you like Christmas, don't you, Ross? Well, listen, under your your preaching to the choir, I I love, like you said, embracing it in December. So like, I'm drinking loads of hot whiskies. I've been to mm. some Christmas markets. I've been to some uh, Christmas outdoor festival that was on in the in the local pub. 
uh, it's one actually there's some amazing craft places in it there was like a, a person did it. it's like jewelry uh with like genesis they're like earrings with like little genesis joy pads and stuff like that and oh, dungeons and dragon dice and i actually bought it um the, the, acutely morbid was the name of the person who was selling it that's her her brand i just wanted to say because it, it was excellent stuff little shout out yeah, there you go but also uh you're speaking christmasy we did a we me and a few, one of the other guys and worked at a christmas quiz was supposed to go on for a half an hour it was about movies went on for two and a half hours which <laughs> let's be realistic is not it's not great two and a <laughs> half <laughs> hours yeah but it was, oh it was a bit God. of fun intense everybody was probably well oiled by the end of that I mean, I mean, look, the, the other quiz master across from me was definitely struggling to uh, get his get his figures in order, much like yourself when you're making your reads. <laughs> but uh, too much mulled wine left him mulling over the answers. Am I right? Nah, the, the, nah that, that crafty little little nah, and, and also, speaking of drinking every day, um, I've actually got a beer for the first time in my life. I've got a beer advent calendar and it is so far been excellent. There's the one or two dodgy ones, like there was a cider in it that I'm like, ugh, I, I like cider. Maybe not at Christmas time when you're expecting a nice craft beer. But uh, other than that, it's been great. All Irish craft beers. It's been absolutely wonderful. So, oh, You just need to mull the cider. That's also a thing that I like. Mull yeah, cider. Just, just throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> You said there were some quirks to that advent calendar, though, to me. You said that it arrived doorless or something, or it wasn't... Well, there's there's just like a sheet. It's just a box of beer with a wee, a sheet with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, you know what I mean? I'm like, it could have... Definitely could have warranted a little... It was quite a lot of money to pay for it, so it could have warranted some little doors and, and little boxes and stuff like that, just to jazz it up a little. But sure, look, the beers are great, <laughs> and, you know, I'll take it. I'll take uh, it. You'll know for again. We go for again, but look, Rob. Now we're in. We're, we're ten minutes in. It's a perfect time to kick off the oh. amazing, the fantabulous, the fantastic first part of our amazing two-part. Choose your own adventure. <gasps> it's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. Choose your own adventure. Christmas time. Anyway. I, I actually quite I'm going to definitely try jazz that up in the post, the post game <laughs> it that was pretty damn jazzing. good it needs a lot of jazzing <laughs> uh, you know you spent you know two evenings putting 4,000 words together I figured I could contribute a little bit <laughs> so that's, that's 30 a, second clip so that's what I, I need look, man, I think that was good right Rob so this is where it all happens, okay? It's Christmas. It's December. We've got a full year of podcasts under our belt. We've got over 10,000 listens. People are hopefully enjoying it. They're all along on board. They're all, they're all here with us. Listen to our Christmas special. Are mm. you ready to go? I'm ready to rock around the Christmas tree. Anyway. After a crazy day, you sort yourself out with a shower and a beer before <laughs> drifting off. Is, the, sh- is the beer in the shower? Is it a shower can? Uh, sure. Why not? Because right. when I wrote that first, I was like, you sort yourself out with a shower. I'm like, Ross, maybe uh, maybe write that differently, but I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but before you sleep, you get a visit from someone you thought was long dead. Why, it's your old friend, Mike Myers Amalgamation. A mixture of the long dead and past relevant career of Mike Myers from Wayne's World and Mike <laughs> Myers from the now presumably defunct and dead forever franchise Halloween. You tried to cough out a phrase but are swiftly answered. Well hello baby, I'm here to give you some very ungroovy news. You expect this to be said in an Austin Powers way but you just hear muffled grunts from under his mask. 
Today you will be visited by three ghosts to help teach you the magic of an I understood that reference Christmas. You have to survive, baby, and save the podcast. And that's very groovy. <laughs> Again, the words come out as a blood-curling scream, abhorrent through your ears. You drift away instantly. So, here comes your first choice, Rob. Oh my gosh. The clock strikes... Intense is right. It gets more intense, trust me. The clock strikes nine, and you are woken by a strange groan. A gruff, handsome man stands at the end of your bed, staring at you. He's wearing a fedora with a whip in his hand. You can hear Ross's voice in your head making a crude joke, but ignore it for the sake of expediency. (laughs) (laughs) You're Rob, right? From my understood that reference? Hi, the name's Indy, and I'm from your past. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You you remember watching the trilogies as a young lad, smiling and loving the exciting adventure movies. You begin to shudder at the thought of what Mark Wahlberg is going to do in the Uncharted movie. Another (laughs) problem for another day. Indy cracks his whip and you appear in a recognisable location. You would recognise those graffitied walls anywhere. Jesus Christ, we're back. Do you know where you are, Rob? I have to know that feckin' alley. (laughs) Back down that alley. Will you change the past, Rob? Will you go on a last crusade to change (gasps) things? Oh, bravo. The ghost of Indy was clearly struggling to weave that movie reference in there, but you can't focus on that now. You see a version of yourself and your co-host Ross from the past outside the alleyway in Fibsborough. You have time to change their minds. What do you do? A. Nudge him to keep going. The past, including this moment, made you. B. Tell them to turn around and run away from the alley and bring Ross with you. Or C. Just make Ross go down the alleyway with past Rob. <laughs> I gotta go with C. Make Ross go down the alley with me. Okay. Now less threatening as Ross is alongside you. You are mercilessly attacked by the denizens of Fibsborough Alley. <laughs> Ross is killed first by a vacant Tesco trolley. His last words being to lol or one. Past Rob's guilt gets him before his assailant can. And you also phase out of existence. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Died immediately. Immediately. <laughs> first choice. First choice. All right. Let's, let's, let's roll back the cracks of time here. Um, let's try A. The past to find me. I, I made it out last time. I'll go with that route. Okay. You know that the past needs to happen as it is. And that maybe Ross wasn't so wrong after all. Indy is impressed with your acceptance of life and instantly whisks you away to a pub in Fibsborough. <laughs> you are looking at your past self and past Ross drunkenly talk about names for the podcast. There is a list of names laid out ethereally in the air and the two inebriate gents, along with Carl, are grabbing and giving these thoughts form. They are coming up with the title. Which name do you whisper for the podcast? A. The Kraken B. Lucy Goosey <laughs> or C Cheezle T Weasel's Power Hour <laughs> The Weasel <laughs> Okay If memory serves The Kraken Ooh The podcast name is good and Ross loves it Rob doesn't however and the conversation turns to more movie related things the podcast, without the driving impetus of the name I understood that reference, never materialises, and Ross never mistakes Edgar Wright for Matthew Vaughn. 
Without <laughs> this mistake, Ross's ego grows too large and he attempts to subsume Ross's per- Rob's personality into his own. He does this by killing him and wearing his skin. In disgust and shock, you fade into oblivion. All you can hear is Indy laugh. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm not off to a great start. <laughs> Alright, that's two failures for two failures, Rob. Alright, sorry, you got another go. Um, let's try uh, Lucy Goosey. The podcast name is loved by past Rob, but past Ross can only keep thinking about that moment in community between Alison Brie and Gillian Jacobs. Ross goes into a weird trance-like state looking at community on repeat, without the need to record to drag him out of the isolation. At the DCU 10-year reunion, Rob expects to meet his erstwhile friend, but it turns out Ross has become one with the television and never shows up. (laughs) Rob thinks this must be his fault, as on that fateful day he made that choice, and joins him. They become integrated with technology and become pop culture deities, but lose all touch of humanity, eventually (laughs) taking over the world. You fade out of existence and Indy laughs. Holy shit. (laughs) So, so you're telling me you're telling me I should have picked the weasel <laughs> there's a logic to this there's an, an inherent logic right that we really? mentioned you said you would pick the name Lucy Goosey for the podcast and I said I would have picked the Kraken as a member if you had to think of another name on the podcast Cheesel T Weasel is the one one we didn't mention so the podcast well, name makes no sense whatsoever but it's so funny that you know there was something there Past Rob makes a mental note and knows this will make a hilarious segment later down the line. The discussions and libations continue until the name I understood that reference is thrown out. Indy can see that you are committed and that you have made sense of the past for the sake of the future. He has no more challenges for you. He places his hand on your shoulder before punching you square in the face. (laughs) The punch makes an over-exaggerated sound as he hits you and you are knocked out instantly. Right, Rob, you survived the past. Somehow. So what's 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 what what's next then in the, in the story of uh of, Ch- of of you know Scrooge? What's what's next if the past is done? Future? No, 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 no. It's per- past. Present. Yes, there you go. I I thought I weirdly I thought he went future first in the in the story, but I'm. I mean, maybe maybe in the real one he probably does, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I watched Scrooge recently. That's why I so. thought you were trying to catch me out. You're like, it's not it's not the order you think it is. I'm 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 <laughs> I'm so rattled by how many times I've already died in this story. That, I, that I'm that I'm second guessing every single decision now that I'm making. Tori, I have I have I have faith you'll definitely pass this next one first time I'm as well. I, I I can almost I'm past guarantee. It. Oh, nice! That almost almost escaped me, but I got there. <laughs> okay, all right. Here we go. Okay, you wake in your room. You check your phone. The time is now, and the date is now. It's the present, but this fills you with dread. The present means one thing. And before you can think it, you hear the roar of an engine. A truck appears outside your bedroom and transforms into a large robot with loud 80s. A truck that transforms, it can only be Optimus Prime. Earthling, I have travelled from Cybertron to give you this message. The future is at risk and only you can stop it. But the answer to that lies in the present. Come with me. You both become invisible and move across the country, over the water and onto Ireland. Ross is sitting at home drinking the seventh-day beer of his advent calendar, a Hell's Lager from Galway Bay. It looks like the perfect time to record a wonderfully Christmassy episode of I Understood That Reference. What do you do? A. Take out your phone and send a text to your old buddy Ross to record a Christmas special. B. Get a delicious pint and just see what happens. Or C. Ponder the meaning of existence a while longer. I'm going to just get a pint and see what happens. 
you have a few pints and realise that this is the perfect time to take out your phone and send a text to your old buddy Ross to record the <laughs> Christmas special. <laughs> it, turns out, it turns out to be a great episode with a mad choose-your-own-adventure story. Rob, expi- or Rob Optimus explains that he's a huge fan of the podcast and that he puts it inside his cab when he drives. And that you need to remember that you have the power inside yourself when you need it, no matter the cost. He asks nice. for one last thing. After your bonding over the course of travels, he's become hungry and he needs some kind of very specific food. What will you give him? So, food from A, the oil tank in the corner, B, the Transformios cereal in the corner, or C, put your hand in the bag of worms in your pocket and see what comes out. Jesus. <laughs> Feed him some uh, Transformios. There is no such thing as Transformio cereal. It turns out <laughs> that all this ghostly behaviour has caused you to lose your mind and hallucinate. You end up believing that you are Mark Wahlberg in any film, and due to this, you become immediately unlikable and lose every friend and relative you have ever had out of disgust. <laughs> Enjoy being Mark Wahlberg for life, a fate worse than death. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I'm so glad I picked it! I'm so glad I picked it! <laughs> No, oh, for for coherency later on, it's even better that you pick that one first. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> we'll tr- <laughs> we'll try the um, the bag of worms. Inside the bag of worms, from a previous episode of the podcast, if you remember, you take out a glowing button. Optimus smiles under his faceplate and recognizes that you saw beyond the obvious and treated him as an equal. He taps your forehead and you transform yourself asleep. All right, you've done it, Rob. You survived the present. What was the glowing well. obstacle? That's not an obstacle. It's a glowing button. There's a glowing button in a bag of worms. You know, it's just who knows what it is. Oh, it's symbolism. Um, sorry. Yeah, sorry, I do want to sorry, read sorry. just just because it's hilarious. I do want to. I thought you were going to say the oil tank in the corner, uh, and you pick up the oil tank and look back at Optimus. He is surprised that you would assume something so stereotypical of him and brands you a robo racist. <laughs> Appalled by your behavior, he returns you to the wrong body in disgust, and you spend your life inside an ant. You get stepped on later that day. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, the detail in here. The mark quote of the day so far is being Mark Wahlberg a fate worse than death. <laughs> I'm so glad you picked that one first. It's going to just really make sense later on. Right, Perfect. last one, last section then, Rob. This one's much shorter. You wake up at sand dune with sand blowing into your face. Sand, what the hell? Where is this? Arrakis from Dune? You look up and see, standing before you, the most horrific sight you could ever expect to see. <laughs> Your mortal enemy. It's Mark Wahlberg from the Uncharted movie. <laughs> this can only mean one thing. It's the future. He smugly points to a sign with the year in it and the name of the nearby city. What does it say? A. Autobot City, 2005. B. Mega City 1, 2067. Or C. Chicago from the movie iRobot in the year 2055. Uh, it says Chicago from iRobot. You know, this is generally an okay city to be in when robots aren't writing about the place. Mark chuckles to himself but keeps a serious face the way he does that he somehow classifies as acting. <laughs> I'm going to destroy this whole city, man. No one can stop me. This is the future but I understood that reference. The podcast wasn't around to bring any joy to the world. You can't stop me, you little loser bean. For some reason, he seems to think loser bean is a good ad lib and no one corrects him. <laughs> Rob. I love the rinsing. This is your last choice, alright? This is your one chance to stop him in the future. You know you have to rescue I understood that reference in the past, but he must be stopped here first. You need to think fast. What do you do? You hear a siren up ahead, so you flag it down and ask for your help. That's A. B. 
Press the random button from the bag of worms. It really can't get any worse at this point, right? Or C, run at the Mark Wahlberg future ghost now. Maybe you can take him. And press the golden button in my pocket from the worms. You remember the words of the present ghost Optimus Prime and look at the glowing button to your hand. You press it and hear the loud 80s again. Your body transforms with the power of belief and you turn into the future version of yourself, which is of course... Robert Cop from our previous episode about, <laughs> about uh, knockoff toys. You blow Mark Wahlberg away while shouting, Your move, asshole. The past, present, and future merge into one. You have a mission now and you know what you must do. Save I understood that reference where it began. <gasps> now, folks, we'll, we'll return to this adventure later for a really, really short little bit. Just a very Christmassy bit that we get to. But first... Uh, me and Rob are going to talk about some movies, which is, I guess, what oh, yeah. this podcast is meant to be about. <laughs> well, I, I think I think you found your calling. I think we can kiss goodbye to talking about movies <laughs> for 2022. It's just going to be me being quizzed for 40 minutes every two weeks on where what decisions I should make in life. How? I how? Lo- how sorry, go ahead. No, go, no, go I was ahead. Say, what, 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 did, what did you What did you learn? So, so you've essentially now just been on your own, your own. Uh, Scrooge, uh, whatever the actual story is called, one of those journeys. A Christmas about, about, Carol. A Christmas Carol. Ha! A Christmas Carol. Ha! Anyway, <laughs> he's um, thinking the same thing. <laughs> Which, yeah, what, what, what do you think you've, what do you think you've learned about yourself, or, or you know, what, what you need to do to others, or how important I understood that reference is a Christmas. I've definitely learned that it's my some of my best decisions are made when I've had a beer. That 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 much was clear. <laughs> yes. I know never to trust Mark Wahlberg. And you never know when a bag of worms will come in handy. See, I mean, you can't say you don't learn important lessons on this podcast. That's all I'm going to say. Because each one of them is at the the end of the year, at at Christmas, if you could open a present and it's a bag of worms, you know what? Usually you'd be like, I don't want this. And all of a sudden now you're like, you know what? (laughs) Bag of worms. I'm enjoying the the little, I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying the callbacks. Robert Kopp. Um, that's one of my favourites that toy that toy still gets me the descriptions for that toy he's a Robert from the future isn't that what yeah. it's said? future Robert was the uh, was the phrase along with Terminator they just called him a Terminator as well that was another part of it no was it, was it he's a Terminating Autobot Terminating Autobot excellent absolutely excellent an amazing amalgamation of two uh, two franchises there nice so Rob, uh, it's been it's been a bit of a weird year, but we've seen a few films. We've seen a few films in the cinema. We've been back, baby. We've been back. Oh, we've so been, I guess we've been doing it. We've been enjoying it. We've yeah. Been, yeah, we're, we're, we're So so my my, my, my question to you <laughs> yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. My question to you, Rob, what is what is do you think is is the your your favorite film you've seen in the cinema this year? Um I think it's it's benefiting from being also the, one of the more recent ones and just I think you know you and I always talk about there, there are certain movies that you just you just should see them in the cinema because they're nothing short of enhanced by the cinema experience. So with that in mind, I think for me, although there's plenty of you know fair contenders, and um, definitely Dune is the reason I would go to the cinema. It's just at a level of polish and scale and visual sumptuousness that always draws me in. Um, and for for you know for those who might be new to the podcast, uh, that was really my my cup mm. of tea. <laughs> I've been campaigning for Brad Astra for years, and it hasn't really taken. I feel like this is a natural progression. 
into that that sort of mystique-ridden alternative sci-fi uh, world, as it were. And I enjoyed every second of it when I was in the cinema. Definitely a bit of a slow burner, so you know, not 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 necessarily the most thrilling film. There are, there's been more from like sheer popcorn entertainment value from from the likes of Shang Chi for me, but um, I just really enjoyed it. Um, had a great time. What about you? Because I I actually haven't seen Shang Chi, so but that so I, I guess like if you were to would there even be yeah would you if you had to pick a top three I guess so you're saying June is probably your your fair I, you know it's amazing because yes. remember I even said Cinema that to you experience. I was like yeah. I was like, come on, like that's it just delivers on that front. So much. In such a good way. Yeah, no, I I do because remember we were like this time last year, we were like, The Green Knight and Dune are the two films that we are just so much looking forward to. Like and I figured Dune when I saw it, I was like, Oh, Rob is going to love every scene of this film is like <laughs> and, and that's that's so much to enjoy. Yeah, oh I was about to say God. it's a compliment to to both the film and yourself, I guess, because it's 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 a level like you said of polished that this year has been very difficult. <laughs> it's been very difficult to find. It, like it in, it's almost like in opposition to what I've seen, it, the other films look worse as opposed to this looking better. If you know what I mean, which again mm. is a, only a compliment to this movie because it's artfully directed. I think it's just the action set pieces are so well delivered. The effects are incredible for someone. Like the scenes where they're, you know, where they're rescuing the people from the from the ship, and they're in the flying, the kind of flying things to get them in. I mean, the effects in that power. Oh just, my oh. god, where the where the where the sandworm is creeping yes. in. <gasps> yes. Oh my god, there's just so much, and like the tension is really there, even in the quieter moments. Um, and it's one of those weird things where the the world is very jarring because like you have to just you have to embrace sort of their livelihoods <laughs> yeah, and yeah, their, you, you know, their, how their technology works. But you very quickly just kind of get on board with it because even though it seems random for people who haven't seen any of that stuff before, it still all kind of works in the setting that they've created. So it's kind of satisfying in that sense. Uh, and um, Oscar Isaacs for you, what did you do? You agree with what I said? Yeah, that he steals he, the film for 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 such a, a, a sort of calm, mild character in it. It's amazing that he's the one that just consistently you enjoy seeing on screen. I think Shalabalame is is good, but he could be a bit kind of mm. terse. Um, Rebecca Ferguson quivers and shakes for two and a half hours, um, but I guess it's <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! She's sad for the most part. That's the character. But yeah, no, I I just thought the cast was fantastic. Um, I just love seeing a word like that embraced with such. Remember, I've, I said to you that's one of the most confident movies I've seen in a long time. Like, it just went balls to the wall. This is how everything looks here. This is how everything works. Either you like it or you can quite rightly fuck off. Like, that yeah. was, you could tell that was the approach they took. And I, I, th- I think that's such a that's such a great way to describe it, that it has it has this inherent confidence in itself. That's just oh, like, yeah. it knows get it's on doing. board. Yeah, get, yeah, literally get on board. Get on board this dragonfly. Let's get fucking going. We got some sand to look at. Let's go, lads. So yeah, and I'd is, say that. Is there any, other, I, any other films that stood out? Well, I was even going to say even because like obviously we haven't. I don't know about you, but I haven't seen. I've only seen about ten films in the cinema, so it's kind of interesting to pick out of that. But is there even any films that you saw elsewhere this year that you're like, oh, well, this stacks up as a film? I'm like, oh, this has been great or whatever. Just just your general thoughts. Um, I well, I, I'll say I think Shang Chi. I saw that in the cinema, and that was a pleasant surprise. So I think with Dune, I had high expectations, and it more or less met them. I think in terms of that, that cinema experience. But I think Shang-Chi, I was kind of like, ooh, what is this? You know, they're Marvel trying to dip a toe into the sort of the, 
the Hong Kong martial arts kind of aesthetic and would it be too fantastical and too daft, but um, it was thoroughly enjoyable. Um, certainly the first half of the film has some of the most fun action sequences that Marvel has had in a long time. And really creative, and the cast are really good, the lead guy is charming. That was a real pleasant surprise for me. So I like that, that's definitely up there. Um, also, I was telling you, this, this came out years ago, but I watched Spotlight recently. Um, oh, and it absolutely Jesus. floored me. I don't know, I was one of those things where I knew, obviously it's an intense subject matter. It's a little bit, a little bit, a little bit tense. Delicate. Um, a bit delicate. But, you know, like even more powerful because of the, the topic that it's covering but because of, i knew what it was about so it was one of the things you don't just pop it on on a sunday evening you kind of want to be invested in the story and you really need to pay attention because they the way the journalists in that film uncover that um catholic, catholic church scandal is 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 terrifying and, and but like amazing to watch them at work kind of thing and you really believe them as you know as people kind of just at the pinnacle of their craft you know being journalists investigative journalists but um Loved that. That was a real uh, fun experience for me. It's excellent. My, uh, Michael Keating is excellent in it. Oh. Mark Ruffalo is excellent in it. It's oh, it's really good. He's always such a he's he always is such a different character in those kinds of movies. Watched a bit of Foxcatcher again the other day because we was just on. I'd seen it before. Again, he's just a completely different person. I can, I, oh, yeah, that's the wrestling with Steve Carell. I always forget he's in that. He's the the yeah the brother, he's the, the, the brother. brother the brother yes yes yeah. very good like really good stuff. Um, what about you? What about what are your kind of top couple of films that you've enjoyed? Well, well, I mean, <laughs> clearly, clearly, they don't have, clearly they don't even have to be in twenty twenty one. Yeah, well, because I was going to say, well, like, so obviously the film I enjoyed most in the cinema was The Green Knight by I, I won't say by a country mile, but because Dune was obviously very close. But yeah, I think I think Green Knight is a must see. I a wonderful, it yeah. It's it, but again, it's it's a particular particular time and a place. Like again, I don't think it's a, you know. We sit down, have a beer, and watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bit of a thinker. Bit, of, bit, bit probably too obscure to just casually saunter through. I feel bit of a journey that one. Bit, bit of a journey. That's the the perfect way to describe it, actually. But it is a it's a film lovers it's a film lovers dream. So that definitely would be my my recommendation. Yeah. Uh, Dune obviously was great. Was like you said, I I was watching it and I was just like almost every scene. There was one scene in particular where. They come out like the, the, there's it's um, Je- uh, Isaac Isaac Oscar Isaacs and somebody else outside. I think it's the guy who played Thanos, Josh Brolin, and they're just looking out at at the, the the world, and you can see a you can see like an explosion or something or some smoke way off in the distance, and this guy just comes in and says, "Oh, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to come in, guys. The lights almost the lights getting too strong. You're gonna have to come in," and it slowly pans over the whole place and they just walk back in. And when I was watching that scene, I was just like. Oh my God! Rob is going to freaking love this movie. <laughs> That's just it was just something about the, the like the polish of it or something. The just the tension like, that was like, oh. how did it look so good? Like it was, you know, you're watching like a Marvel film. Obviously, they have the biggest budgets of any film going. But you know, when you're watching something that's overtly CG versus when it when it aggressively switches to like actors in a blue screen. To yes, yeah. Something else. Then I for like so much that I was just like, how 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 does it look so real? Like how is it this good? Like um, you know, when you watch the ep- episode one, Star Star Wars episode one or whatever. Like they, it's clearly that every scene is on a green screen. I, I, you yeah. don't like where do you make the leap here? Where does the where does the real stop and the and the fake come? You know, yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, what button or what filter are they pressing on After Effects that just gives them such polish? It's all just kind of there. I just it was oh like and even you know that really tense scene where it's like the was the dumb 
Jabbar, whatever it is, or the, the Gom Jabbar, whatever it is, the, <laughs> the test. I mean, fair play to you for even trying to, trying to go for it. Most of the names, I mean, I'll say Arrakis, but I'm not going to say anything else because it's all just like gibberish, basically. It's, they're really funny names. Like, they're really funny words of things. Like Galakatushkin and the Parakatil. <laughs> with the tree, with such serious, you're like, oh, oh no, I was, I was going to laugh at that. And like, they have this thing called the voice and it's really scary and unsettling yes, when they yeah. use it. And like he has to do this test, but there's a needle at his neck, and you don't know what's going on. And there's a hand on fire. You're like, oh my god, what's happening? And I was just, I was just, it was, I, I the, it was, it wasn't that it just looked good. I, there was such tension and threat yeah. the whole time in the film that I also really enjoyed. And like the, the the opposing force in it just seems so powerful that you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. So I think yeah, <laughs> yeah, it sets up for the next one will probably be excellent as well, which is good. Hundred percent. Yeah, but there was also some surprises. Well, I guess not surprises, but like French Dispatch was great. The Wes Anderson. I've seen movie. that. I feel like that's that's. You, I remember you said it's no Grand Budapest, but it's still definitely up there. Yeah, the the, the problem though is that like, you, 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 like it's it's Wes Anderson at his most Wes Anderson. So if you are in any way a little bit like I like his stuff, but sometimes it's too much. This film, you're going to be like, I absolutely despise this movie because it's just <laughs> Wes Anderson <laughs> cubed or squared or whatever. You know what I mean? So cubed even more powerful even more even more power oh my god how much anderson to this wes well <laughs> wes world oh that was terrible yeah. no i'm so wow. in on that that's excellent been watching that show we're on season three in the house it's an amazing tv show i keep saying it watch Westworld. it's extraordinary i, I have never seen an episode i actually do i actually do need to watch that hmm. okay as a fun little riff what was the worst film that you've seen this year well, see, I know what it is, hands down. But what I, I mean, yours is probably, I'd probably be more interested in yours. Because you haven't seen the one I've seen, and I don't really want to spoil it. So I'll just, I'll just throw it in for about two minutes at the end. So you, <laughs> so what, what's your one? <laughs> I know what your one is. Um, I suppose, I suppose, uh, worst and most disappointing probably aren't the same thing. I definitely found Black Widow one of the most disappointing films of the year that I've seen in the cinema. But it's Zack Snyder's Justice League. Is the worst. <laughs> well, that's not what I was actually going to say. I, that was this year. Oh my God. This has been the longest year in history. <laughs> Jesus, wowzers. <laughs> yep, technically 2021 from what I from what I remember. Oh, um, I might, I might, I might just change then my worst, my worst movie of the year to that as well. Actually, <laughs> that four and a half hour, just indulgent fest. Jesus, God. So, God. okay, no, it might, it might crop up later on for funniness sake, so I won't say it. <laughs> Let's see if it comes up later, because it might be referenced again later on, but we'll oh, see. Because <laughs> So I was going to go with the, because obviously Black Widow, look, Black Widow was very, very disappointing, but the trailers made it look terrible, so I knew it was going to be bad. But uh, if it's not, if not, I guess, yeah, like you said, the Justice League, realistically, it is the Justice League. But if not the Justice League, then the Eternals. I knew you'd go Eternals. It is so bad and so i mean look i've seen the justifications people are giving i'm guys i'm i'm a marvel fan i'm all about marvel and i love it when they try something different and a little bit off on you a bit unusual but the, it's just it's it's just it's a film if you in any way scrutinize even slightly it makes none of it makes any sense and all it does <laughs> is just make you go well wait a second well wait, wait, wait a second so it's not i feel like it's unfair to, that i would do something like that to the justice league and then let eternals go by you know Oh god! <laughs> Don't even go to a rock. Don't even go see it in the cinema. Just forget about it. Don't even bother with it. It's that <laughs> bad. 
I text, I text my friend about 20 minutes in and I was like, I'm actually going to walk out of this film. And he said, no, no, stay. There's a part that's that's so funny. You have to watch it the halfway through mark and you can leave after that. And sure, by the halfway through mark, it's like an hour and 45 minutes in. And I'm like, ah, oh, Jesus, I might as well just waste the rest of my life in here. <laughs> <laughs> you did text me about 20 minutes in and you were, it was something on the lines of like, you were at home back, you're like, this movie is fucking shit. Yeah, because like, you, you were in Dune. You were in Dune. I was in And I remember, and like, it takes a lot for you to be kind of like, it, like I, I could tell you were having a very, I could imagine you were having this very, <laughs> very bad time. <laughs> very visceral, very visceral reaction in your cinema seat, just moaning and growing and just, just constantly going, oh, for fuck. Like, I, I haven't seen it, but just the way that text was phrased just screamed Ross is having a horrible time. <laughs> So that is exactly how I wanted that to come across because it was like it was like it was hurting me as I was watching it. I laughed really loudly at one part about how ridiculous it was, and I could see two people in the chair next to me just like kind of glance over me, being like, "Is that guy? Is that guy all right?" Like, it's just, <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> oh, good stuff. I sound like I such a bloody cynical miser. It's like Christmas. But the highs of Dune and the highs of The Green Knight were so good, it won't even let the laws of the, the Justice League 16-hour cut and, and the Eternals drag me down. So That's true. And we've got a couple of ones we can quickly mention. Some, some, so we've got movies coming up that are very exciting. <laughs> Few to wrap up the year, we got Spider-Man. We'll see how that bloody well plays out. A lot to... A lot to unpack there. Rob, I have a question for you. Yes. Which are you most looking forward to? Spider-Man No Way Home mm. or Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse? Oh my god. It's got... It's... Ooh, 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 ooh. It's, the Spider-Verse one isn't out for a little bit yet, but I did oh. see the trailer and it looked... Oh, I forgot how much I enjoyed the first one, so I was oh. immediately transported into this oh. this realm of just I was just happy and content and like I saw that movie twice and I enjoyed it so much I went back I was like this is phenomenal, uh, just because it's so entertaining and it looks it's a visual feast. <laughs> oh God, um, I'm gonna say I'm looking forward to Spider Verse because I feel like uh, No or No Way Home is there's bound to be it's bound to be at least a little bit disappointing. It's so hyped up. <laughs> So I, I put it up on Fool Twitter. Me once. <laughs> I put it up on Twitter. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to across the Spider Verse like 200 times more than I am. No way home. And somebody just replied, "I'm not going to take that opinion seriously." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I was like, "All right, my love, oh, Brad." You gotta oh. love that. You love. To, you gotta. You gotta love that. That that Twitter honesty. Oh, I was like, "Yeah, I like you. I like the cut of your jib, man." Just that's yeah. way, way to knock the knock the knees out from under me there. <laughs> That scandalous opinion. <laughs> I love that. This person of note has just said something. <laughs> I'm going to take it very seriously now. This is Twitter after all, so I'm, I'm going to take it on board. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> he were, yeah. He, could, he couldn't even take that tweet in jest. He had to be like, oh, you're clearly not. After, all these tweets have been really enjoyed, but this one, you clear, this is the one that told me you don't take things seriously, <laughs> so I'm out. And then I clicked into his profile and every single post for the last six months was Spider-Man No Way Home. Every single... I was like, well, <laughs> well. I feel this guy was waiting for that, like... <laughs> yeah. He's just searching the dredges uh, of Twitter. Not that you live there, but you know what I mean. He's just here searching the absolute... The, the backwaters of Twitter just to comment like a, like a figure of authority on just some random person who says they're looking forward to something else. Like, that's what he spends his day doing clearly and you yeah. do the opposite 
I need oh, to, can, yeah. also Rob I was because I was get, getting inspiration for the choose your own adventure right mm. and I was looking back one of our episodes there and last at the end of last year you were talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife and you said that the director was saying that oh I, I watched the film back and it made me cry and you were like imagine a Ghostbusters film who'd want to watch a Ghostbusters film that makes you cry fast forward a year later and everyone's <laughs> talking about oh I cried at the end of Ghostbusters Afterlife I'm just like get out of town get <laughs> out of town <laughs> the suit series man the suit series of the of the film uh, podcast world and I like this goes back to you just simply you fin- you summarized that film by saying it's a movie, but it's not a Ghostbusters movie. So that's yeah. the, that's the whole point there. That's the you don't want to cry because that's not in the vein yeah. of the, the, what what you want if you're a fan yeah. of the Ghostbusters. You don't get I mean you, you don't, don't get Ghostbusters. You, you don't get Ghostbusters and put like a box of tissues next to you unless you're watching it for a very different reason. Yeah, but you yeah. know what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm sure you're very familiar with, <laughs> given your adoration for those films, especially the first one. <laughs> the flowers are still standing <laughs> The flowers are still standing Right Rob With our, with our uh, Christmas roundup With our Christmas roundup done Are you ready Are you ready to save I understood that reference Now don't worry this one is, is, is much shorter Let's go you're, you're into it now Rob You're into it I mean I'm, I'm stuck in You awake in your Can bedroom eat. Slightly groggy but happy with the pleasantness of your abode so much so that you start to drift off. The alarm suddenly blares, piping tunage loudly into your ears to critically wake you up. What song is playing? Ooh. A. I Got You Babe from Sonny and Shur. B. The Power of Love from Huey Lewis in the News. Or C. White Christmas from The Drifters. Regardless of what the correct answer is, I'm always going to pick The Power of Love by Huey Lewis and The Whoa. News. You are absolutely grooved into an amazing mood. Upbeat and ready to rock. <laughs> It's the power of love. <laughs> you jump out of bed. Sorry. That's great song. You jump out of bed and hop into your favourite skateboard, ready for a day of action and satisfaction. Oh. Oh, it's December, so it's time to head shopping for some presents. You go down to your local Twin Pines Mall to get some gifts. On the way to the store, you are knocked off your board by a clearly agitated old man. It is, of course, Doc Brown. It's terrible, Rob. The time stream has been forever corrupted. You won't meet, and it won't happen. The references, Rob, they won't be understood. <laughs> you don't know what to say, but instead vigorously shake the dock, looking for answers. Look, Rob, look at the photo. He hands you a picture of us from Halloween. Me dressed in a pretty terrible Jared from Labyrinth outfit, eyeshadow and all, and you dressed as a normal Rob. Half of my arm is missing, and my face is turning translucent as he speaks. You have to go back, Rob. You have to go back and ensure the podcast happens. It's up to you now. Quick, quick, get in. The date should be set to September 2014. You have to do it, Rob. The fate of the niche Irish podcast world depends on you. Before forcefully shoving you into the Ecto-1. Before you have time to say, you made a time machine out of the Ecto-1, you were transported to September of 2016. The Ecto-1, sensing an opportunity to correct a mistake in the timeline, instantly blows itself up. You think to yourself, I guess it knew the 2016 Ghostbusters movie was about to happen. Godspeed, friend. I would have done the same. <coughs> oh. Whoa. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Slimer trying to get out there. Uh, (laughs) You need to move quickly and ensure the past you and past Ross meet so they can create I understood that reference for the sake of the world. But how will you get back to 2014? You know how people time travel in movies, so you think it through. A. You use the time stone from the Avengers. B. 
memory power from the butterfly effect, or C, Skynet's time machine from the Terminator. I'm going to use the, the time stone from Avengers. You run to the Marvel offices and quickly discover the time zone. You hold it tight and return to 2014 to do what needs to be done. It is here that you are met by Robert Pattinson from Tenet, who berates you for not remembering that you can't actually change the past as such with the time stone, as it creates alternate realities and all that jazz. He tries to explain the time mechanic from Tenet to you, but it is so needlessly convoluted that your head explodes and you die instantly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm delighted I met Arpats along the way here. Right. Um, Yeah, the time stone killed me. Okay, so I'm going to go with the, the Terminator Skynet technology. You got to hand it to those Terminators. They did their job pretty damn good. You arrive in the past in 2014, completely naked, because for some reason those machines do that. (laughs) You have to get to Ross and make sure he gets into work to make the exact same impression he made on you before. So before he goes into DCU, you have to make sure it all goes exactly the same way. You run to the window of the house and you see some clothes left out. Again, you are naked from the Skynet time machine after all. So do you take A, the cheap penny suit. It's his first day of work in a teaching assistant position. What's he going to use that for? B. The Optimus Prime mask. It's excellent. Or C. A generic blue t-shirt. I'm I'm taking the penny suit. Alright then. You take Ross's cheap penny suit and he is forced to wear some somewhat casual clothes to work. He makes an even worse first impression on Pastor Rob than if he was wearing a suit. At (gasps) least in wearing the suit it made him seem like a person who was enriched by ridicule. But now he just comes off as full on as abrasive. Past Rob makes a mental note and a diary note never to make a podcast with this person. As Past Rob is writing this note, he drops the pen, bends over to try to pick it up, and by freak accident hits his head off a table. Both Past and current Rob die instantly. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, that is some bump on the head. <laughs> I had to pick the suit to see where it went. <laughs> I had to. Um, okay, I'll pick the, um, the plain blue shirt. Well done. Ross wouldn't miss a generic t-shirt without any Autobot, Captain America or Rick and Morty logos plastered on it. (laughs) Ross brings in his suit and makes his uncomfortable and awkward entrance and somewhat slightly endears himself to past Rob. You breathe a sigh of relief and go to return home. You've done your job. Here it is, Rob. The last choice. Before (gasps) you can make it back to Skynet Time Machine, you see two figures squirring off. That's right. It's Marty McFly and Peter Parker. They're fighting around the time machine and you have to save it. Who do you side with? A. Marty McFly. He has form in time travel. Isn't this whole thing a Back to the Future reference? Or B. Peter Parker. The guy went through dimensions and into the Spider-Verse and will soon go through the multiverse in No Way Home. And also, he's a better fighter. I'm going with Marty. Ten times out of ten. You know that Marty has form. And you remember that he won the battle in the podcast that we discussed who would win when we pit them against each other. So it's a surefire ah. bet. Marty hits Parker with his skateboard and you both say, I guess he was bored of this fight and high five each other. You then throw Peter Parker into a truck full of cow poo. <laughs> That's an important detail. It is. Mar- Mar- Marty operates a time machine and you return home safe in the knowledge that you have saved, I understood that reference, Woo! saved Christmas for all and stopped the evil machinations of You're Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> of course he's dead. You did it, Rob. You saved I, Christmas and you saved I understood that reference for now and forever. Oh, my God. I don't know who. <laughs> who do I have to thank? Jesus or who's going to be blaming me? 
<laughs> well, that's more to the point. Well, Rob, what, what do you think? What do you think of your adventure through, through time, space, and, and, and everything in between? What a rollicking ride. I was up and down. I was all over the shop. I thought I could get away with that petty suit. I thought I could steal it and <laughs> keep it for myself. God. <sighs> Those petty suits, it, it literally cut from styrofoam using a oh, template. Yeah. You, you Box, could hear me boxy, walk down the corridors. Boxy fit. Yeah, the squidge of styrofoam rubbing <laughs> against each other. Especially when your arms are waving. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I love the idea that Marty can just best Peter by just a, a simple bonk on the head with, his, with a hoverboard. <laughs> I love that idea. But this it's was so with your help. I swooped in. Yeah. I held his arms down or something. Oh, you see, it. if you had helped, if you would, oh, gee, it really does actually. If you had helped uh, Peter, it, mm-hmm. Marty and Marty would have got lucky and, and swung <coughs> at him, and then you would have hit him and killed him, and then uh, or killed Marty, and then Peter would have been really guilty, and he was too guilty to help you, so he would have uh, just forgot about you, and he would have gone to Doctor Strange to erase his mind and everybody who knows about him, and that would have oh, just left wow. you. You would have been stranded in the omniverse. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> the omniverse. Oh, it's it's next to the omniplex in Santry. That's that's, that's it. There's also uh, there was one there where the Tetris boys came into it, and the Tetris boys were uh, were the were jo- yeah they were Joss Whedon and 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 um, Z- uh, Oscar Zach Isaac, Snyder no oh. Zach Zach Snyder and he re-edited you into a four and a half hour mess so uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh what was the Tetris boys again how did that how did that come up the Tetris boys how did it come up in the podcast yeah. We were talking about lads walking, you know, when they're in Dublin and like, or you're at a film and they like scoff at you for, for laughing at a film. They're like, fuck's sake, fuck's sake. So that was the treacherous boys, you know, they were like squaring up when they're walking down <laughs> O'Connell Street. <laughs> oh, God. It's hard to stop oh. that. Oh, the references. Listen, Ross, huge. Let me just give you a bula bus. That was an extraordinary journey. Um, I'm famished with the stress of that. <laughs> I didn't know where I was going to go, where I was going to be, but I'm glad I saved the day. All right, I come with the hero. I'm going to be, I'm going to be bragging about this and work tomorrow. Nobody will know what I'm talking about, but I'll be, I'll be bragging. Nobody tell you. You're going to wake up tonight, just like in a dry sweat, just going, Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg. Let me tell you, I'm going to have a very different dream about Harrison Ford tonight. <laughs> My God. <laughs> oh, good times. You saved Christmas, oh. Rob. We've done it. We've made it to the end of 2021. It's our last episode of this year of I understood that reference folks we really hope you've enjoyed all mm. the crack all the last I know sometimes we like today for instance <laughs> we move as far away from chatting about movies as humanly possible but look Rob there's a million podcasts that talk about movies at least we do something a little bit different mm. yeah like, like if you think about it this way if picking a good podcast to listen to was like a choose your own adventure story if that's the route you were going to take and you had you wanted to as a uh, that poet Robert whatever his name is Robert Frost said <laughs> Robert whatever his name is you come, you come to I came to a fork in the road why not why not follow his advice and take a road less travelled come down to the I understood that reference old camp come say hello we'll, we'll have an old chat we'll have an old scale or two for you it's and just... let me tell you you might not come away any wiser you might not come away knowing <laughs> any more about a movie than when you went in um, but look at least you'll have been suitably transported for about 45 minutes into whatever hellscape we've created that week. But uh, that's part of the charm, I feel. 
you'll, 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 you'll go home and you'll like empty your boots and like you know all this like slush slush water and like dead fish and everything the murk will fall out of it and people might be like was that a waste of time but you know what you're damn right <laughs> and on that bombshell I guess uh. we end the episode as as we started it with no clue what we're talking about but Rob if people want to find us where, where can they find us um, on the road less traveled, which, as it turns out, has a few names. There's a few other signposts along the way, and um, one of them will say Spotify. The other one will say SoundCloud. Uh, a, a different one <laughs> down into the down into bloody big tech. Big tech. That's a, <laughs> that's a dangerous lane. But uh, Apple Podcasts, we're in there as well, and Amazon. <laughs> Watch out for big tech. We're off. They got us. They might get you if you're not careful. Um, Podtail, of course. Good old Podtail. Been very good to us over the last year or so. Although I haven't checked anything on that website, if I'm being honest. Sorry, Podtail. Um, we're also where the feck are we? Uh, Pod Nation, uh, Pod Chaser. That's one of the same kind of. We've also got a website. Uh, I understand that reference. Oh no, it's it's CapitalSands.com, but it's the I understand that reference website, of course. There's an email, the lads at Capitalstand, which is just great crack. So if you're trying to find out where we are in the Merc. That's one. That's one way of getting in touch. That's that's one way of uh, ensuring we'll berate your yeah. email when it comes in, like we usually do yeah. on air. And then uh, <laughs> people writing in with opinions, we'll just make fun of them because we'll disagree. Not that not that we're better. Uh, no, more that we're just con- we're just pure contrary agents. Yeah, yeah so pretty that, much. That, that's why. Um, and then uh, the Twitter, of course, ask Cap understands as well, Ross. Um, if you want to see what other Ross, or the other film Ross wants to watch two hundred times more. <laughs> Um, then another movie you can you can argue with them on there if you um, want more of my opinions not to not to give any credence whatsoever <laughs> yeah, yeah you want another completely useless <laughs> unfiltered opinion that's the that's that's where you go for that but yeah I think that's that's the gist of the outlets along the lane along the along that dark murky path that's where you'll find us oh you'll find us deep in the murky path um, we're, we're bring, ne- right next to the swamp yeah bring your wellies that's what I'll say. <laughs> Folks, it's been real. It's been a year. And look, hopefully Boy, we've it. we've provided some laughs along the way. Lord knows, clearly I've laughed quite a lot on this podcast. But that's mostly down to Rob because he's a pretty funny guy. So uh, yeah, thanks, likewise, Rob, for, yeah, for the year. Scallywag. Yeah, thanks for well the year that was in it. And thanks for putting in all the work. I really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> it does help, yeah. But, it does. Um, <laughs> Keep it moving. Happy Christmas, everybody. I hope you have a great one and a happy new year. And we will talk to you presumably in 2022 because that's probably when our next episode is going to come out. But look, till then, have a great Christmas, have a great new year and Merry Christmas and all that jazz. And all that is left to say is that in 2021, I have been Ross. And I have been a plethora of characters, but probably more often than not, I've been Rob. And this has been, I understood that reference. Uh, Thanks very much for listening. Merry Christmas. Take care. Slán lát. Go nari an Get out of here. Get out of town. Get up them stairs because Santa's coming and he doesn't want to see you by the tree. You old bollocks. Go on, get out of here. That was okay. that was amazing. That was that. That sounds so. That sounded so rehearsed. You said some like Irish stuff in there, and even I didn't know what it meant. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. That's a Christmas miracle. 